0: This is a Hot Pie Media original. Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM-7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today I'm joined by Tony Nash. Tony is a combat veteran and currently serving in the U.S. Army as a field artillery officer. He provides an authentic approach for millennial professionals to find their purpose in life by leveraging servant leadership methods that focus on improving one's personal growth, discipline, and personal accountability, all while looking at yourself within a larger team and community. In today's episode, we discuss how humility is countercultural and how it will enable you to embrace failure. Please take two seconds and hit the subscribe button on whichever listening platform you're listening on, as this is one of the best ways that you can help support the podcast. But before we get to my discussion with Tony, imagine a team of world class coaches and scientists focused only on you. These experts know exactly what you need today because they know precisely what your mind and body are ready for. That kind of guidance is now available to everyone. AIM7 is a wellness app that provides custom exercise recommendations to improve the outcomes of programs and workouts you already love. It unlocks the existing data from wearables and other apps to provide empathetic and scientific guidance that's perfectly in tune with your mind and body. Your team of world-class experts is ready to get started. To get early and free access to this exclusive program, go to www.aim7.com. That's A-I-M-7.com and sign up now. There are limited spots available, so sign up now and reserve your spot. But now, it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Tony, you went through Ranger School, uh, which is one of the toughest selection processes in the military. Uh, I didn't know I here's the cool thing about you, Tony. I didn't know this. I had to like look for it. I had to search for it at the bottom of your LinkedIn account. You not only went to Ranger School, you did air assault. you did some, and for people that don't know, like these are like really tough programs. And if you've been around the community, you know you'll have a patch or something like that. But um, What did you learn about suffering and doing hard things? And how can our listeners like apply that to their personal lives? Like maybe they're not going to go, you know, go through swamp phase or mountain phase, but what are some things that they can apply today to like taking on some really audacious task or difficult, sticky situation?
1: You know, put yourself in a position to fail. And, but again, that failure, sometimes there's a nut, sometimes there's not. Um, but I constantly look, you know, as we climb these mountains and you, we, you and I talk about this all the time, not on this show, but like personally back and forth where as we're climbing mountains, sometimes we have to look behind us and see the other mountains that we've climbed and go through and really understand that situation where things were hard. Um, but now you can kind of like laugh at it or you look at it in a different perspective because you've had more experience from when you were going through that event to where you are now. Right. Um. Fran Retrobi, who's a friend of mine, he talks about, and he hosts a Jedburgh podcast, talks about being a victim of our experience. And that doesn't mean like you're, you're pigeon or siloed by that experience, but understanding those crucible moments in your life that shaped who you are now at this present moment and recognizing that there's other crucible moments that are going to be in your life. So life is going to be hard. And we all, we all understand that, um, Versity presents itself every day. But as we constantly look for those moments of adversity, you, you we need to be humble. We need to be understanding and we need to have like this point of view of learning to see why we fail when we fail and looking back at that situation in time and how you can use that to kind of help leverage you through a next hard situation that's presented in your path. Mm.
0: So. You kind of gain a little bit of confidence by seeing the previous mountain you climbed. What if you're going into a situation, though, that's like, I mean, nope, nobody can prepare you for what you're about to see in ranger school. Like you can go ruck. You can, you know, if you wanted to, you could deprive deprive yourself of sleep and food. But how many pounds does the average person, a candidate, lose
1: when they go through ranger school? 25 to 30, depending on like what time of year. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I've seen guys come out just completely emaciated. When you're hungry yep. and you're tired and you want to quit, what were you thinking? Yep.
1: So I'm gonna go to the great philosopher Don Trino from the Fast and the Furious uh, series, where he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. And you know, I'll quit in 400 meters. I'll quit in 10 minutes. I'll quit in 15 minutes. And over time, you start to forget that you're gonna quit, right? Because you're just trying to get through that evolution with those people around you. Um, And by taking that mindset of being present in the moment, you kind of lose a little bit of, you know, feeling sorry for yourself that like understanding you're going through, you know, shared hardship, right? There's people to your left and right that are also either in the same position or even doing a little worse, maybe even doing better, right? You kind of, you know, you're an average. Sometimes you're the person that's doing a lot better than others. Sometimes you're the person at the bottom of the list, That is just, you know, suck it. Um, And understanding that, right? Saying, hey, I'll quit in the future. I'll quit eventually. um, Really helps you just kind of dial back. Well, I'm here now, can't quit because I said I'm going to do it in the future. So I'm not going to, you know, make this lie up and tell myself I won't because things end eventually, right? Sometimes, you know, you hope that you'll see it through. And so far, we all that are living have seen it through. Uh, and there'll be other experiences along the way that will get kind of deep into it. And it's like, just got to push through a little bit more. Cause on that other side of this thing, I'll quit. But, you know, but it's also rising and ha- building those habits along the way where you're not like, you know, constantly when you like look back at like POWs, the ones that can survive for seven, 10, 15 years and like, you know, contain, uh, cap in captivity, don't say, all right, well, at Christmas, we're going to get out of here. Because over time you start to erode trust with yourself. It's just being present in the moment, affecting what you can affect is what I'm trying to say, and then using that to continue forward. Because you never know when it's going to end until it does.
0: Super interesting, eroding trust with yourself. I've never I've never heard of that or thought of that, but that's so true. You don't want to tell yourself lies because if you can't trust yourself, like who right. can you trust, right? Um, Something that's interesting, I've, I've, I don't know if you've read about kind of a neuroscience of like enduring difficult things, but people that focus on the outcome are more likely to quit. So like if you had two people running a, a marathon, right, and um, yeah. one, perc- one person is like, I'm just thinking about the outcome, the goal, man, 24 miles is a long way. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm only eight miles in crap. Like this is, this sucks. This hurts. This hurts. It hurts. But the person that's like, you know what? I'm going to make it to the next uh, mile marker. And then they get there and they're like, "Ah, good job, man. Like, okay, great. We got this. Okay. Next corner. Okay. I got there, man. Good job. Like they get these, you know, you're playing that dopamine game a little bit and suppressing and using things like epinephrine or adrenaline in the right ways. But that's going to allow you to consistently pursue difficult stuff, even when you don't know the outcome. Because most of the time, we don't know when something's going to end, when that hardship is going to be over. You just don't know. It's not a defined thing. Um, And I think that that's really a really critical thing for people to understand. And I want to tell you a little one more little story. I was working. I had an opportunity to be around this really cool unit in the military. Um, We'll just say they were this group, right? And their selection cool. course,
1: yeah. huh? They were super cool. They were That's super cool. Yeah. yeah, they were right really the way, cool yeah. guys.
0: Yeah. And they, at the end of their selection course, um, if you were enlisted, like after you finished this really bad ruck, it was over. If you were an officer, the officers didn't know this, they would throw you in a U-Haul. So you're done. You're smoked. It's been seven or eight or how many ever days? And you're completely done. You think it's over with, you yeah. know? No, 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 no. You're an officer. They throw you in a U-Haul and they drive. And then they're like, they get out and they're like, listen, you guys are officers. You, more is expected of you. We don't know how long it's going to take. There's a follow this road. You got to go. Got to book it. If you don't make it in a certain time, it's over with. And they had guys with their full ruck on breaking their one-mile records, sleep deprived, food deprived and it was like they just there's always more like physiologically the reason people um tap out isn't because of a lack of uh biological reserves glycogen depletion central nervous system that's not it it's you know usually those dopamine levels get so low that they want to quit and you can modulate that internally by how you're rewarding yourself in the moment so just a little bit of something to throw back out there about this. Um, anything else you want to add on this subject?
1: No, I mean, that that's the basis of habits, right? Your cue is, all right, we're in the situation. The routine is we're going to perform and the reward is, hey, good job. We did that. What's next? And then again, we talk it's formed on, it's built on that foundation of belief, believing in yourself, wherever you are in that moment in time, you can, can repeat that habit again. So when you get, you know, dropped and you're like, well, you got to do this. You're like, into the breach. And there you go. I love it. Thank you,
0: Tony. If this episode on humility impacted you, please share this with a friend. We are a community looking to make an impact. And this may be one of the best ways that you can do that. Thanks again. And I'll catch you on the next episode.